0: It's been reported that for every vote he got before he dropped out, former presidential candidate Tom Steyer spent $3,300 per vote. Yeah. Yeah, Bernie Sanders said uh, that's obscene. Mike Bloomberg said that's a pretty good deal. uh... Hmm.
1: Will Bloomberg even be standing tomorrow at noon in terms of the election, or will he have come and gone in one of the stranger, more curious, and more expensive little, you know, I don't know, dabbles in American political history. Yeah. What can you call it other than a dabble?
0: He could be one of those, like, interesting side notes to nonfiction books through history. Yeah. Yeah. One of the richest men in the world decided to run for president and spend in today's dollars $30 trillion and got no votes. One Sean, have a thought? Yeah, I, Sean? I feel like with the people dropping out, specifically the people kind of consolidating towards the Biden thing, is really bad for Bloomberg because I think his only strategy... In and of itself was just such a divided wide field that he could force a brokered convention sort sure. of thing. Every bit of his rationale is gone. Yes. I'm, I'm yes. here to stop Bernie because Biden can't get the nomination. Oh wait, right. he could. Mm-hmm. In fact, it'd be a lot easier for him if I weren't here. Right. And then the and whole everybody I've put that theory in front of seems to be siding with Biden. now. Yeah, exactly. So and then so there's no reason for him to be running today. It only hurts Biden, I think. Um, and I mean, it's like you were saying earlier, it's hard to say who people vote for. You know, if if the where will the Pete votes go? I don't know. They might get spread out. It's pretty hard to imagine a Bernie voter that would would be voting for Bloomberg. Or, or vice versa, the billionaire candidate? Probably not. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. At the end of the day, if he doesn't get to fifteen percent in either California or Texas and gets zero delegates, you gotta quit, old man. At that Bloomberg, point, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At that point, it's your ego, and you can't claim anymore that you're doing it for the good of the country or something. Right. It's just your ego.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's got to do it for Biden. Do you have my favorite clip? I mean, Biden, whose love of the uh, the Constitution, the the Bill of Rights, and and, and the Declaration of Independence, it, it flows from his every word.
2: We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... go. You know the you know the thing, Right. <laughs> <laughs> The words of Thomas Jefferson echoing in history. You know the thing. You know the
1: thing.
0: Holding the mic out like it's a sing-along. Come (laughs) on, you know the words. Yeah, but do you, Joe? Do you know the thing? I apologize for that.
1: Tell you what, I could dig into uh, going to work as a a flack for the uh, the Republican Party as they attack Bernie going forward. The more I discover, the more I'm seeing the game plan laid out in front of me. I had forgotten that Bernie was in charge of the Senate's Veterans Affairs Committee during the most nightmarish part of the VA scandal in 2014. Not only that, but he held, I think it's one-seventh the number of hearings in the House... The Republicans were apoplectic trying to get him to hold some hearings so they could do something to hold the VA accountable. And, you know, I could play a a tape of him on CNN, but Chris Cuomo, who is a liberal, was arguing bitterly with uh, Bernie and said, you sound more like an attorney representing the VA than the guy who's supposed to be overseeing it. Bernie's take was all, no, we shouldn't be firing people. uh, You know, let's not be hasty here. It's... uh, because he knew the VA was a beautiful example of his dreams of government health care gone sideways. So there are lots of quotes from that period. There's all sorts of you know statistics and, 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 and vets will come out and blast him. And, um, Let's not do it right now. And so, yeah, that's a, that could be a huge area of vulnerability because he was less than useless during that scandal.
0: There's another uh a one of Bernie Bastion's story and I think it's becoming less important on a day-by-day basis to dig up dirt on Bernie cuz uh I don't know the Biden momentum
1: but um do you think Joe momentum will rule the day uh, I still give Bernie the edge
0: we'll 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 know tonight so
1: and whichever one of us is wrong will apologize humiliated and humbled just saying
0: uh this story came out yesterday <clears throat> i don't believe in charities mayor sanders told you a united way kickoff in 1981 oh wow per a new york times account he went on to take issue with the fundamental concept on which charities are based asserting that government should instead be the provider of social services wow bernie sanders is anti-charity because the government should be uh doing all this sort of stuff wow. I bernard
1: seen. sanders I have some great stuff he is on that.
0: philosophically Go on. anti-charity, and his tax policy at the time, back in 1981, I don't know what his current tax policy is on charities, uh, would have wreaked havoc on the whole philanthropic giving thing because he wants to discourage it. He wants the well, like all socialists, he wants the government to be the sole arbiter of who gets you know everybody's money. It's really interesting. Let me hit you with a couple of thoughts on that. New York and Washington Examiner article out today. I could read more from it okay. later. Bernie Go Sanders' war on charities. Yeah, I mean, please do. But that that very philosophy,
1: and man, we've had a number of, of you good folks weigh in on that very topic. And I'm just going to hit you with a couple of my favorite quotes. This is uh, from Marty. Generosity forced at gunpoint ceases to be charity. It's not equality either. It's thievery, stealing the giver's empathy and the recipient's gratitude. Eventually, the former becomes bitter, the latter entitled. Any goodwill that once existed suffocates beneath the ruler's mandates, the supposed laws of compassion that redistributes commodities by smothering the citizens' souls, all of them. Communities will only thrive when mercy is granted freely. I think that's true. I like the line about, Eventually, the giver becomes bitter and the taker entitled. I like this. Many of the policies and fairness measures Bernie advocates for are very similar to Christian teachings of social justice and caring for your neighbor. Oftentimes, my initial reaction to the ideas would be, that's probably an attitude Jesus would espouse. To the increasing population of young non-religious, these measures fall under the kindness category. Here's the difference, though, we must understand, and, and I appreciate uh, Andrew joining me because I've been saying this for a very long time. Socialist attitudes are applicable and indeed positive with regards to person-to-person interactions, but not as a system of governance. In a government context, fairness measures and laws replace personal conscience and generosity with formulaic, rigid, and inherently wasteful ne- mechanisms. Letting the law be charitable before you is a lazy cop out of our responsibilities to each other. And it embitters everybody. And any possible goodness in that exchange gets pounded out. And, and finally, this. And I read this yesterday, but it's so good from Chris. He mentions uh, that socialism's fundamental premise is that equality between all citizens is desirable. But as Aristotle and St. Thomas Aquinas point out, this perfect equality is a violation of justice. To To act in accord with justice means to render what is due to each person. Each person is due different things and different amounts of things based on their conduct. To distribute equally to all citizens, regardless of conduct, is to send the message that conduct itself is unimportant. At that point, social and societal conduct breaks down because the idea of justice, which is central, has been completely obscured. That's why socialism has always failed and always will fail. That may be the best, simplest explanation I've ever heard. If your conduct doesn't matter, then conduct in general doesn't matter, and you can conduct yourself any way you want because it doesn't matter, which is, which is a dystopia. It's a nightmare.
2: You're opening the door to international anarchy. Well,
1: you don't want that. But the sweet, sweet siren song of socialism will bring down the, the, the big, nasty people and the the good, honest, poor, hardworking
0: folks will be elevated. Our Texans, 415 295 KFTC, wherever you might be listening, if your polls are opening or you have any. Uh... Which polls? All of them. Okay. <laughs> That's right you have any nuggets from your polling place, anything fun happens or exciting or weird or dangerous or illegal or whatever?
1: You know, the cliché is that oldsters volunteer at the polls. It's a cliché because it's true. Uh, my wife, who is youthful and sexy, though, is actually doing that because she belongs to a charitable organization that it turns out if you, quote-unquote, volunteer, your organization can get paid for your time. So it's a good fundraiser. And older folks tend to have more time for charitable organizations, so that's why they're there. But she is doing a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. No, that's not right. It's 6 to 9. That's a good long day. 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. shift at the polls. And there was, uh, have a glass of wine ready
0: when I get home. And there was, we got a text from someone we know yesterday who said, hey, my wife just texted me. She's in San Jose, California. There are Bernie Sanders supporters going around door-to-door speaking Spanish in the neighborhood, offering to help people fill out their ballots. Right. And, they t- and then they'll turn it in for you, too, I'll bet. And they told this person's mom uh, that there was no time to vote for anything else just for president. So they come to your home, grab your ballot, quote-unquote, help you fill it out just for Bernie,
1: and then then take it to the polls. It, Muchas gracias. A lot of you on are Is on, that
0: legal? You can do that?
1: Uh, it, well, I was... Uh, yeah, I'm about to get to that. A lot of you are unfamiliar with the fact that the very reason that congressional election was overturned in North Carolina, vote harvesting, is legal in California. It's illegal virtually everywhere except Fornia, and it's only legal so that uh, the actual... Activists can go around, collect blank ballots or half-filled-in ballots, finish uh, filling them out for you, and turn them in. It is massive, massive state-sanctioned voter fraud in the nation's most populous state. That's how off-the-rails things have gotten in Unicornia. I mean, it is, it is it has become a third-world nation. You got fake $100 billion product, projects that everybody knows will never happen, yet the money keeps being sucked away. You got measure after measure allegedly passed to fix the roads, then they find something else for the money to go to, and it's just unbelievable. But this vote harvesting thing, I don't know. No, it, nobody wants to hear about this. Nobody cares. Nobody feels like there's anything they can do about it, so
0: the corruption continues. Study finds 6 in 10 Americans too intimidated to go to their boss about workplace issues. Among other things, we'll talk about coming up.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Happy Super Tuesday to you and yours. Remember the reason for the season. Big government. Vote. Vote.
1: Even if you're a conservative and you're thinking, what the hell do I care? Bernie or Joe or whatever. No, there are other things in the ballot wherever you live. Hey, real quickly. Mm -hmm. Just got this note from uh, M. -M MG. I work at uh, the Costco in Salt Lake City, Utah. This last weekend was insane. I've never seen anything like it. It was so comical. I'm talking to a lot of the folks who came through the lines. They had no intention of loading up on water, TP, and paper towels. But when they saw everyone else loading up on this stuff, they did as well. It's coronavirus thing. We've run out of these items every day since Saturday. We now put limits on water and paper towels until we can get in a sufficient in-stock position, which I'm sure will cause even more panic. I have lost all faith in people being able to think logically. Yeah. No, I, I've never had much faith in that, so I can't lose it. But I try to recognize.
0: I try to recognize that sort of thing as being. Uh, just the anthropological reason for these sorts of things, as you mentioned yesterday. It's a protection mechanism. Right. If, if everybody yeah. in your village is doing X, you think oh, I should probably be doing that too? Because oftentimes it's the case. Well, the caveman who said,
1: everybody in the cave's running in that direction. I'm going to stand here and see what's going on. They get eaten or burnt up or trampled or whatever. And some of that stuff is... a spear through
0: their chest. Everybody in my village is having their kid go to school and, you know, do this or that. Things Mm -hmm. that are all positive and you think, well, I better be doing that too. But we should be, as uh, highly evolved sentient beings, be able to override that impulse when we think, "I I don't need 50 cartons of toilet paper... I'm not gonna get the coronavirus almost certainly, so whatever. Mark was just at his
1: Trader Joe's day after day. They're being cleaned out of all the imperishables. There isn't a package of pasta or frozen vegetables to be found in the store unless you get there early.
0: That's incredible. They're
1: doubling, tripling their orders. Uh, it's become hysteria. Um wow. That's Mark in San Francisco.
0: What if the coronavirus ends up spreading through from through Costco uh customers? <laughs> well, it could happen. Um Couple of numbers out of this, but the the one most interesting I'll, I'll hold on to uh, to the end. Six in ten Americans feel too intimidated to go to their boss about workplace issues. Uh, bo- yeah, bosses should yeah, be aware can, of that. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure that's true. You don't want to. You just don't want to start anything.
0: Yeah. Sixty-five percent of workers say they feel they could be better at the job than their boss. So keep that in mind, bosses. Two-thirds of the people you're interacting with today mm-hmm. think they'd be better at it than you. Yes. They may be right. They might be right. Um, there's a bunch of different numbers like that. But the most interesting one to me is two-thirds believe that human resources, your HR department, is there to protect the company, not the employees. Oh, of course. You know why people think that? <laughs> I'll let you figure that out for yourself because I work for companies also. Yes. All <laughs> right. All right. What you telling me that 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 training I just took and then clicked that I took it and signed it is is about protecting you and not me? Oh, wait a second! I feel I'll like I feel like I've been duped.
1: Oh, please!
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen. I, I think all of us have have felt like. So the company can say, we trained them. Here's the piece of paper showing we trained them in sexual Here's harassment. Here's where they signed it. He or she can't sue us because we trained them, so it's on them. It's on the individual,
1: right? Sue the individual. Don't sue the company. We trained them. And and how many of us have gone through the training and thought, you know, that is kind of going on around here, and I don't like it, but I'm not going to be the guy or gal to bring it up. Back to that original uh, statistic. Six and ten say they don't want to even
0: bother. No, you don't You don't want to. um But anyway. We have funny training in the radio business where we're trained on like, don't go down to the dock and take a load of cargo from China. No (laughs) grease in the palms of dock workers. Don't. Something I do on a daily basis in the radio industry. Don't bribe Singaporean
1: longshoremen. We seriously.
0: We take this training all the time. I have to go through that
1: company ethics stuff. (laughs) I make jokes about the news for a little bit. What exactly am I shipping to Singapore, and why won't they let it in? Right. <laughs> and, and, and listen. Donald Trump don't trust China. And if a couple of hundred bucks in somebody's palm, well, I don't want to violate my uh, my ethics training. <laughs> You're saying you could be bought? Ah, no,
0: not at, not at all, <laughs> not at all. What kind of training do you take where you work? Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. I think most places it's sexual harassment mostly, right? Oh, yeah. Slash Man. hostile work environment. Right, right. It's kind of a hotbed. I worked at a hostel for a summer. It was it was tough.
1: Spelled differently, Sean. It's a different thing. <laughs> uh, statistics, statistics have shown that companies that do sexual harassment training end up with uh, more sexual harassment. Yeah, I've I seen I just that.
0: think it's a brainstorming session. <laughs> I've seen that over and over. I don't quite understand why that happens, but it, it just seems to be true. But you can say, are you serving fries with
1: that shake? I think that's permissible. Armstrong. Mm. Go ahead. The Armstrong and Getty show.
2: only group sincerely cheering Biden on tonight are the credit card companies. For decades, Biden was their paid lackey in Washington. They bribed him with cash. They gave jobs to his son. In return, he carried their legislation through Congress dutifully for many, many years. Meanwhile, untold Americans, average Joes, as Joe himself likes to say, were crushed by credit card debt. The average credit card interest rate in this country is 21%. 21 percent interest at a time when the Fed is giving banks billions of dollars nearly for free. That's how low interest rates are for them, but you're paying 21 percent. This is a disaster. How bad is it? Let's put it in perspective. Ask yourself, how many people do you know personally who've been hospitalized for coronavirus, something we're all worried about unjustly? Maybe none. Now, ask yourself, how many people you know personally whose lives have been, d- been diminished or destroyed by credit card debt? Huh. Yeah. Maybe it's happened to you. It probably has. It's happened to so many people. Joe Biden is one of the decision makers who made that possible. It's not an overstatement, but they don't care. Now they're telling you that for the good of the country, you've got to vote for Joe Biden. Okay, Keep in mind, they don't even off. believe it as they uh, say I
1: will get to the point, I promise. But my relationship with Tucker Carlson as a personality is more complicated than anybody else, I think, in the media.
0: He's a Fox News host. So he took over Bill O'Reilly's slot.
1: Right. And he's he's very smart and he's funny and he's snarky and he's often right. But there are times I think he's completely out of his mind. It's I there are there are uh, topics I think, "Wow, way to nail it, Tucker. You're the best in the business." There's some stuff I think, "What are you thinking?" And there's other stuff I think you you're actually mentally ill Which or, one is or this? something. This one his long long screed never even tipped his cap to
0: the idea that Credit card debt is something you do to yourself. You don't have to put anything on your credit card ever if you right. don't want to. Right. It's handy to have one, obviously.
1: You check into a hotel. You uh-huh. probably need to have one, but you don't actually need to charge anything. And look, the rates are, are incredibly high, but you know that, right? I mean, you know that. I know that. My my kids know that. Who, who are these people that credit card debt was done to them? I was a little mystified by that. Here's a similar topic, and with a similar answer, Best Buy is under fire these days. Last spring, they began offering a lease-to-own program, specifically to people who have been rejected for a Best Buy credit card, because their credit rating stank. The deal is, well, it's a lease-to-own program, so you can buy... Big-ticket items you couldn't otherwise afford. This is a great offer, said the chief executive, Corey Barry, in an earnings call last year. It's great for our brand. It's great for our customers. And they also expected to bring in tens of millions of dollars. But some store employees, I guess, are really bummed out about this, and I, I get why. You end up paying twice as much for electronics, for instance, for appliances, for mobile phones. You have to pay a $79 fee and then al- allow this leasing company, progressive leasing, to access your checking account for the payments so they get their money. They're automatically withdrawn in time to the frequency of your paycheck for 12 months. By the end of the year, you have paid 2.09 times the purchase price if you just laid down cash or slapped down a credit card and paid off the balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you can repay early, by the way, to lower that, but it's about two, two times what it would, would cost. So as a former assistant store manager, it feels abusive and gross. You look at the terms; we're charging more than two thousand dollars for a thousand dollar product. I I don't know that there's anything that can be done for people who can't figure that out for themselves. You know, I, I I think this ought to be part of consumer education in high schools. I think that's a great idea. Um, but the idea that this should be illegal or something, I don't I don't get it. If there is not the freedom to make bad decisions, there is no freedom.
0: I had a friend who was really into uh, renting to own stuff in college, like get a big nice TV and you could swing the monthly payment Mm -hmm. and pay two or three times what it cost, as opposed to not having it and waiting and buying it outright for half as much.
1: Right. Saving up for six months or whatever. Best Buy said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, let's compare our products with those being offered by a popular lease to own company. An Acer Chromebook, a handy uh, device indeed, sells for 200 bucks at Best Buy. It would cost, you know, uh, like just over $400 at Best Buy on the rent to own. It would cost almost $500. Um, with progressive leasing? Oh, it's 200 and I see. Okay. So, so it'd be about $500 with their guys. At Rent a Center, it would cost as much as $860, according to the website.
0: Really? Yeah. I think Rent a Center was the thing my friend used. I know it was really high when oh, you right. ended up finding yeah. pain at all. It's
1: just, it's a terrible idea. We just need to do a better job with consumer education yeah. in
0: this country. Yeah, well, yeah, we've talked about this many times. The things you learn in high school that are just... I struggle to come up with a reason why it would do you any good to know them.
1: <laughs> they're either useless across the border, they're just so specialized, yeah. only a small number of people will ever use them.
0: And certainly if you're going to look at it from a, you've got a limited number of, of, of hours in the day to teach things. Which you do. God, basic com- consumer stuff, financial mm. stuff, it should be way up high on the list. Oh my gosh, that's
1: absolutely required. Hey, by the way, we're uh, talking about Rena center being first in to this rip-off industry. And yeah, I know you have lawyers. I'm entitled to my opinion, you bastards.
0: Anyway, um, people are willingly ripping themselves off, though. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were talking about Judge Judy, who's the highest paid performer on TV—forty-seven million dollars a year. Judge Judy, you heard me. She's starting a new show, same as the old show. We were talking about her being the first in People's Court. Judge Wapner, the Wap. He was the George Washington of this.
0: But why'd he get out? Did the he get too shows, old?
1: I, I think God asked him to get out, Jack. Yeah. God needed a TV judge. Uh, he was he was old when he started and Seems he didn't like get a any younger. Strange thing God would need. Well, yeah, <laughs> given the whole judgment thing. I agree. <laughs> judgment Day. It's right in the name
0: there. But, uh, well, so, and yeah, the omnipotence and, and all powerful. You'd think you wouldn't need a TV judge. Although Judge
1: Wapner had kind of a grumpy grandfatherly vibe going to him, Judge Judy much more snippy and snarky, much more 21st century. Very entertaining show by the way. It will make you dumber watching it. <laughs> oh no, I'm absolutely certain of this. I've, a couple times I've been recovering from a surgery or sick or whatever. I've watched it and just really enjoyed it, but at the end of it you are you can feel that you're dumber. Because Whoa. there are so many dumb people on the show, just Whoa. parading their dumbness for ratings and to get their, you know, six hundred and ten dollar dispute over a cat scratching somebody's best jeans. You know that they cover it for you,
0: parading their dumbness. Right. Oh yeah, um, dumbness I, on parade. One of the many things I'm going to be looking for out of Super Tuesday results tonight. Tell you about that next. Oh yeah, the thing. But hey, a word from our
1: sponsor, Simply Safe. This is about home security, but not a long contract, not paying a fortune for installation. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. Award winning, two time winner CNET's big award, but you can install it yourself and it blankets your whole home in safety.
0: Yeah, anyone could install it. It takes thirty minutes to an hour, tops to install it. And how about this? It's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. A lot of these home safety things, you're locked into a contract. And if you decide you don't want it anymore or like something different, sorry, you're out of luck. You're locked in, not with Simply Safe. Outdoor
1: cameras, doorbells, alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard the insides, and it's easy to get. Just go to simplysafe.com slash armstrong, get free shipping, 60-day risk-free trial. Simply is spelled with two eyes, an I at the end. Crazy. Simplysafe.com slash armstrong. Again, you got nothing to lose. 60-day risk-free trial. Simplysafe.com slash armstrong. So what are you looking for tonight, Jack? What's your key?
0: Your um, key to victory? This isn't my key. But one of the things I think will be interesting to see is, is, uh, does Bernie beat Elizabeth in her home state? The latest polling shows it's pretty likely. Oh, humiliating. How do you stay in after that? You got to win your own
1: state, don't you? I think because the Democratic big money people say, listen, you got to divide the Bernie vote so he doesn't win because he's a crazy person. You, you know how it, is. you know how it is, Elizabeth. We realize you've tacked to the left to try to win, but you're a sane person. You got to stay in. We will provide you all the money you could possibly want. Just keep dividing that super lefty snowflake vote.
0: I mentioned earlier that um, Nate Silver at five thirty-eight did the math on this, and if Biden does three or four points better than polls show. Which he could because that's the margin of error, man. Right, and yeah. and he won so huge in South Carolina. You could get three to four percent of people think, oh, okay, eh, he's a little worried about Joe, but I think I'll give him a look. So if if Biden does three to four points better, and Bernie does two points worse, then we'll be at a tie for delegates at the end of the night. Which was I said you are kidding me? Which was more or less unimaginable a week ago. Yeah. Um, well, I would say
1: that's. That scenario is absolutely realistic. Sure. I mean, especially because, as you pointed out, not too long ago, the the scenario where Biden was ascendant was a bit of a joke. In fact, I made jokes about it. Um, But now, you know, he he won overwhelmingly in South Carolina and, and, you know, he gave a good forceful speech. Now, unless you voted two weeks ago and you didn't know that at the time. uh, Yeah, a lot of people are going to say,
0: wow, maybe Joe can win. So we shall see. uh, One of the biggest wild cards out there is, does Barack Obama at some point come out and put his thumb on the scale as the most popular Democrat in America by far?
1: The fact that he hasn't yet is extraordinary, because it's down to old man Joe Bloomberg.
0: He he couldn't put his thumb on the scale for somebody who loses. That would be horrifying. What if he had come out and endorsed Biden? if he Biden? cares about the country. If he had come out and endorsed Biden when it looked like Biden was, you know, why are you oh, still in it?
1: No, no, no. I'm sorry. That would I should have been just, more clear.
0: That would have destroyed any capital he's got ever for the rest of his life.
1: Yeah, I meant since South Carolina. And no, I should have now, said that. Now, in yeah. recent days, I mean, listen, uh, I have a feeling President Barry has a phone near him. He could do an endorsement right. Three, two, one. Now!
0: If he chose to, I think if you end up with that Nate Silver scenario where it's somewhere near a tie between Bernie and Biden, clearly a two man race, forget Bloomberg, forget everybody else. Then I think at some point, Barack Obama comes out and because all the stories say behind the scenes, he thinks Bernie would be a disaster. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: say so then, Barry. Why being so cautious, huh? Because he knows Biden is way past his prime. Maybe he's terrified of Biden, too.
0: Over here. Hey, Joe. What? (laughs) That's not nice.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong
0: and Getty Show.
1: seized the reins of the program this is not breaking news exactly Michael do we have a gun sound effect or a cannon or anything like that? maybe positive Sean producer Sean oh that's good all right we have big gun alert big gun alert we're discuss- that's pretty good we're discussing this seconds ago seconds Where's Barack Obama? Why hasn't he said anything? Why hasn't he endorsed Biden or Badmouth Bernie or whatever? We glance up there on Good Morning America is Hillary Tap dance, and Clinton right now. Badmouth and Bernie bring in the fire. We straight fire. We will bring you
0: her quotes in a minute. She does say apparently and we'll try to get her actual voice saying it. She says on Good Morning America this morning, Hillary Clinton that Bernie Sanders campaign. Well, she said in that documentary that it was just baloney. Remember that she said uh, uh, Bernie's whole thing was just baloney, and she felt yeah, so I got bad. It. Do you want to? Okay. In the campaign, in the documentary, you talk about his campaign from 2016, and you call it "quote just baloney." And I feel so bad that people got sucked into it. Do you still feel that way now? Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know that that was my authentic opinion then. It's my authentic opinion now.
0: I'm so delighted. Uh, His campaign is just baloney. (laughs) And I'm sorry people got sucked into it. Yeah, I still feel that way today on Super
1: Tuesday. So here is why the Democratic leadership is so panicked. Not only did they find some of his policies abhorrent and realize it would ruin the economy and the rest of it, but... Just specifically, you know, the one thing the parties all want to do is hold on to power. It's about power. <clears throat> it's not about ideology. It's not about the grand and uh, eloquent ideas they express to you to try to get you to the poll. They just want power and money. But having said that, it was funny that that should happen concurrent with me reading this thing in the, the WAPO by Henry Olson, whose work I don't know that well, but... He's the third of the Olson twins. <laughs> that's that's right. The, with the, hmm? The third twin. Anyway, uh... But he was breaking down Florida and Pennsylvania, the two giant purple prizes, the American eggplants, if you will. Oh, my God. But listen, listen to me. Be careful with that hashtag. (laughs) Listen to me. I know the emoji. Anyway, um, Florida, perhaps most purple big state in the nation. President Barry carried it twice, narrowly beating beating Mitt in 2012. Then President Trump flipped the state and narrowly beat Hillary there, about 1%. Republicans won gubernatorial and Senate races there in 2018 by mere tenths of a percent. The state teeters, okay? Okay. Democrats have a good shot, but they can't afford any slippage. Well, Sanders' comments about Castro and Cuba's dictatorship, the one place on Earth you can't say that stuff, is Florida. mm Two freshman Democratic congresswomen from Florida have come out immediately and harshly responding to that because they both barely won their seats like everything else in Purple, Florida. And they're terrified. There are two Cuban Republicans running against them. And they the idea of Bernie Sanders as the face of the party when they go up against those two Cuban Americans would be a disaster. Utter disaster cubans are six percent of florida's voters roughly cuban americans did not know that they voted for trump by a 13 point margin which was a lot less than what they gave Mitt romney by the way not even a little uneasy with trump they are liffy, like the one fellow said there's a lot of people are um but sanders would have a very hard time carrying florida if trump does better
0: among cuban voters than he did last time and it's unquestionable that he would. Still this Florida caveat. Uh, yeah, staying on Florida, I th- I think the the single biggest variable heading into the 2020 election that I, I don't think is getting talked about enough is that Florida, which teeters by hundreds of votes every election, felons can now vote. That has not been the case. Former mm. former felons can now vote. That yeah, has not I wonder been the, what the, the case going backwards. What the criminal
1: turnout will be. Uh, they also mention uh, Sanders' very pro-Palestinian views. And how that's going to hurt him among Florida Jews. Really interesting. I won't give you all of it because we don't really have time. Oh,
0: did you see the ambassador from Israel to the United Nations came out yesterday and said something like super crazy harsh about Bernie?
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be hurt among Jews. That's Florida. Bernie is a disaster in Florida. In Pennsylvania, he has over and over again demanded a ban on fracking which is a huge industry in rural Pennsylvania, many thousands of jobs, economic stimulus, etc. Uh, Trump won the state by only 44,000 votes. Uh, It's teetering. It's a, a purple state. But, for instance, Australia's Labor Party, that was calling for a similar ban on some mining, lost dismally in that district, even though they had done quite well there previously. And it's it's thought that um, Bernie would be a disaster in Pennsylvania as well. And they go into a little more detail on and some of the key districts there. But, wow, to be seen as anathema in Florida and Pennsylvania? That's why the Democratic powerhouses are so uh, panicked. I get it. Interesting.
0: Well, we will see we'll have a lot more tomorrow on that certainly. Yep.
1: Um man if he gets the nomination it is going to be a zoo. It's just going to be the craziest thing you've ever seen. Old Bernie. Bernard Sanders. Just, I'm trying to well I guess we'll find out to, uh, together.
0: Uh it's uh, well, well we'll know tomorrow. There's no point in talking about it now since we'll have so much more information tomorrow.
1: But now I get why everybody's so panicked it's about those two states
0: in particular. Could could Barack Obama be Joe Biden's VP pick? No, he can't be. Or yes, I think he could be. Constitutional
1: experts are divided. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I think the answer is no. You can't have a VP who's ineligible to be the the president. I can't remember. Hmm. This comes up every four years, and I have a bad memory, so I forget. What? No.